Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, tip. cats, the cats. Tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish. There's buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you, August 9th, 2022. My mic maybe sounds a little hot, but that's that's okay. It could be headphones thing, too. This is Kentucky Roll Call. We got Roll intern Jacob call. working the board. I'm TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here in the studio room. <laughs> a difference for him. Oh, and, and Jacob's immediately like trying to wave at Justin, like, what do I do? He said something's off. Or was he just waving to say hello? Three, two, one, go. Mm-hmm. I think talk, I'm saying mic three. Mics. Yeah. Oh. Let's see. That you, all, you all have your own mics. Right, how's everybody, how's mics. everybody doing? Good. Um, I'm, I'm tired. Yeah, I, I'm tired too. Yeah. We, um. Y'all want a shot of Red Bull? No. No. All right. Black coffee. None of that sissy Red Bull stuff. Um, trying to get my son to sleep in his big boy bed without us laying there with him for an hour. So instead, we just fought him for an hour. Mm. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, and then he woke up in the middle of the night, and all the while, a raccoon was outside my window trying to come up it. So oh, that's yeah, nice. little nature for yeah. Tuesday morning. Yeah, and I had to like hit the window to try to get him to not climb up because it's like, damn it, if he goes up there, he could get in the attic. And then, but I couldn't be too loud because I didn't want to wake kid up. Oh, it was yeah. You and raccoons. Yeah, I got a real, and I'm pretty sure that bastard is the one that's eating the tomatoes. It's probably the same one from the family. You evicted him from your old house, and now they he's found, come back. They found you, and they're out for revenge. Son of a! And secondly, you knocking on the window once probably isn't going to keep uh, the raccoons out well, for forever. It was funny though because it was confused as it was climbing up, and I we have like a, <laughs> it's like the the roof of our porch is mm-hmm. what it was standing on, and. W- it, it was spooked initially, and it went down, and it looked like Batman, like, crawling to the end of the, the porch roof just to, like, look out over the city, and I was like... It be just, like, <laughs> sprawled out. Blew off, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Had a little cape. <laughs> it was, so it was kind of funny, and then it crawled up again, I was like, go away! Not so funny the second time. Yeah, Get lost, yeah. you little you little robber. Thankfully, the, the wife was not in there at the time, or else she... Whew. 
This is Kentucky Let's Roll Call. There. It's August 9th, 2022, starting a little differently. Yeah, I, I, once again, Roush, I was like, maybe we should have Jacob run the board today. And you would have thought, like, I was asking for both of them. I was holding both of them up for, like, $1,000. They were like, what, what? no, he knows how to do it. And it's like, well, then just do it then. Just he knows how to do it, my, just do it. My thing was, it's his last week, and he's his internship's over. So, I, at this point, let the kid do what he wants. No. No. That's, we're putting I mean, him to work. But, Opposite. He gets to do what he wants next week when he's just drinking and gallivanting sure, at college. Because sure. Jacob Class don't start next week, does it? No. Yeah. Yeah. How many weeks are you giving yourself to party? Two? Like four days. What? Four days? What are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? Four days. About? Classes start on the 20th. Or I just 25th. asked you if class starts next week. You said no. It doesn't start next week. Well, then you have the at least after. an entire week. Aren't you Wait, moving what? Monday, Jacob? Oh, yeah. yeah, it does start next week. Oh, my God. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, I would have ditched this joint already. <laughs> well, you're not me, Ralph. Yeah, you, you go live your life and get out of here. I am living. I my feel life. like I feel like I'm trying to tell Airbud to go, like, <laughs> go be a dog, go be a college kid in turn, Jacob. I only got a semester left. I've already I've been a college kid for a while. Oh, yeah, you're gonna want more of that. Promise. Maybe it's true. It's true. It's true. Well. I think working the board will be good for you. There could be a day that old Scoots isn't feeling well or whatever, or, or he gives you a big enough heads up. Boom, you come back, you work the board for us. Bada boom, bada bing. And if you know how to do it, that'll be even better. You can put it on your resume, too. Put it on your resume. What if you you could go back and work at the board of WRFL? You absolutely could. TJ it's, used to have, uh, that was where it all started for the sports talker, Kentucky, right? Kentucky Fried Sports. Sunday mornings, was it 8 to 9 or 9 to 10? It was too early, whatever it was. Did but you produce? No. No. Talent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stuart Hammer and Kyle Piercy and I did a job. Did the job. Now, Kyle Piercy is helping bring that USL team to Lexington. He's doing that. And then Stu Hammer was with WDRB. I think he won some, some Emmys. I was some. actually getting ready to see if he's still with WDRB. I haven't talked to Stu in a while. I don't know. I, he, I don't, it didn't seem like he really liked me all that much on the radio show. But he was. But that's kind of just him, his resting. But just how he is. But he was also like, oh, you went to St. X. Well, how about this game? How about that game? How about this game? And I was like, well, did you play for those teams? And he was like, no. And I was like, oh, I didn't really play either. But yeah, you all got us. And he was like, I'll be sure to talk slower. Like he was like very big rivalry, yeah. Trinity Saint X. Yeah. And I, you know, and I, I didn't play into it as much, but I was like, okay, that's fine. But this was also when we were 18, 19, 20 years old, however old we were. He easily had some of just the wildest sports takes. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he just, wrote for KSR for a while. We, he, would have, would just, he used to have some takes. We would Big just baseball be like, guy. Man, that's a, that's, a, that's a pretty wild take. But what he'd do a good job of is trying to spin it around to make you feel like you had the weird take. Or you're the weird And it'd be one. like, you are suggesting benching Randall Cobb. That's the weird take. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not in the wrong for this one. Uh, that was during, I think, the also the the Brandon Knight team and whatnot. Yeah, he had some wild takes. But just, it seems like he's doing really well, so good for him. I appreciate that your takes are uh, – you've, you've been giving them out for that long. Like, oh, yeah. Like old, old Jacob, he was just a twinkle in the takes eyes. Speaking <laughs> of, so Jacob, basically TJ <laughs> wanting you to run the board today is him telling you that you'll never be the talent. 
That's not true. Yeah, that is kind of what I got. If TJ never ran the board because he was the talent, he's telling you that you'll never. You need to know how to do it because you don't have the talent. I have. I've asked to learn the board a thousand times just so if one of you goobers, this was back more in the Trevor Kelsey days, if one of those guys didn't show up, then I would be able to do it easy peasy. I think learning the board is a good trait to know how to have. And yeah, so the alternative by your logic, Justin, would be him coming in here and leading the show. You want him to do that? Yeah. I would trust him to do that as well. Absolutely. All right, Jacob, you're running the show tomorrow. <laughs> yep. We need some topics. I think that's not very ready fair for the to big Jacob. Blue Bahamas. Well, Jake, I think you would kill it. Uh, Justin, running the show sucks. <laughs> like I, I, it's it's one of those things that I, I yes, I can run a show too. It's just not as fun. Well, and to go against Jacob though, that would not be good radio. We, we can't have, oh, we, hold on. We, no. can't, we can't have sleepy teenagers. You're, ne- you're, you're never going to be the talent, he says. <laughs> For what it's worth, it would suck maybe, maybe if you right. ran the show. Maybe you're right. <laughs> I think it's a good thing you'll learn how to work the board. You can go work at WRFL. Yeah. Get paid. Sheesh, man. <laughs> Just getting attacked over here. You're not getting attacked. Luckily, I'm behind the glass. Jeez. You have somebody that's looking out for you, wanting to be well-versed and learn how to do different mm. things in a radio station, and then you have somebody that's an enabler that just wants you to sit in the room and like say you know, a few sentences <laughs> I, here and there. I don't think that's fair. I think it's who's looking out, him. Who's looking out for you, Jacob, and who just wants you to get the hell out of here? It's, I'm, I'm getting mixed signals. <laughs> yeah, you got to know who your friends are here. Mm. I guess, man. Ooh, I've got a Stu Hammered update. Yes. Um, his WDRB account last tweeted in 2020, and in his bio it says, find me, and it's another Twitter account, and that account does not exist. <laughs> so, not sure what happened to Stu Hammer. He won some awards, I saw on Facebook recently, and that's good, well-deserved. Well, he's probably just getting off Twitter, good for him. I, if, if I, maybe, yeah, never a bad thing. I think he's a big Reds guy, right? Yes. No, and those Reds, a lot of Reds fans can just be miserable, mm-hmm. you know, because you got to watch the Reds. You do. Hey, but they're playing in corn. Is that uh, against the Cubs, right? Yeah, I want to say it's like Thursday. That game's always cool. I never watch more than just a couple minutes, but the pictures, the the stuff you see from from Twitter. They're always, wearing their nineteen nineteen jerseys. I did see that oh, yesterday. You know the who? Uh, the red pinstripes. You know who was on that team? 1919? Oh, Is great. that one. Mr. Roush? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Family plug, Ed Double D Roush. He's the one that fell asleep in the outfield, right? Yep. Yeah. Fell asleep in the outfield. <laughs> uh, yeah, Thursday, 7-15. The, and I, I just hope we don't get more Kevin Costner walking, like, in, like, looking at the corn and, like, being all dramatic. You don't need any more. That, was, that was a lot. Yeah. Like, we did it once. We can't just have... This can't be Kevin Costner catches catches a paycheck every year, you know. Mm-hmm. We 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 don't need that. No, we don't. And I'm I'm not going to watch it really, regardless. So I I, I mean Kentucky's going to be playing basketball. <laughs> Am I going to watch Kentucky basketball or stinky Reds and stinky Cubs? Mm-hmm. And stinky it is, and all that corn. Uh, let's talk about the news of the day first, and then the text okay. line was really good yesterday for the podcast listeners. So well done, podcast listeners. Good job. Live listeners, podcast, let's see what you can bring podcast, to the Thornton's podcast. text line. Uh, by the way, speaking of Thornton's, you got your black coffee, mm-hmm. got it from Thornton's. Yep. Scoots has a Red Bull, things you can get from Thornton's. I guess maybe I was the only, I don't know if intern Jacob got anything from Thornton's this morning, but I may have been the only goober not to. I could have definitely used a banana. We're out of fresh fruit at the house. And <sighs> Thornton's has delicious apples, bananas, all the good stuff in the morning. So stop by Thornton's, fuel up both your car and your body. 
Ooh, that should be their new. Fuel up your mind. There we go. You're welcome, Kelly Leonardo and Alex Cupper. And then don't forget about their Summer Cash Bash. Download the app. As soon as you do, you'll see it. Scroll down. You click on it, you're entered to win $10,000 every week. Chevy Tahoe at the end of the summer. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. All right, Roush, how, how, how are we spinning the Joel Williams departure? Um, can I... Shoot a straight. Should I do the 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 buttoned up? Profe- should I be a professional or should I not be a professional? Okay, you know what? We'll we'll put the business talk to the side for a second because if you're going to be talking professionals, maybe we have Justin Kalen, radio professional extraordinaire. Yeah. Yeah, let's go ahead and give us the breakdown. That was really good, Justin. Thanks. You look good too in the Appreciate video. It. Like, you, did you take a shower before it? I did. And yeah. you look you look yeah. sharp. You look well. You look good. And. Yeah, that's a big boy radio voice there. I I, I I love hearing Justin's broadcast voice. Why don't it just? I don't know. It just it, there's something about the excitement of doing like play by play or doing those preview videos that brings it out. I don't I don't know. Are they scripted? I mean, somewhat. Somewhat. Yeah. So, but like the, you the are intros and outros where I was on camera is not scripted, but the whole middle. Yeah, it was just. Well, yeah, that that you're just kind of doing voiceover yeah. or whatever. But right. um, yeah, I, I like it. <laughs> Thanks. I just like Justin's. I like the delivery. It makes intern me feel like Jake, I'm working I'm, with the real pros. Pro. Intern Jake, I'm sending the video over to you. Can you play it? Oh boy! No, oh, he knows how to do everything, right? I so gotta, sure, no. give it a shot. Uh, and just remember, he's got a cast on one hand, so everything he's doing, he's it's, defying it's each slow. and every odd, got, yeah. because he's able to do it with work a mouse with a cast. <laughs> if he can do this, then oh, he I'll, can do I'll be impressed. Oh, I love it. It's so loud. Holy smokes, that's loud. It is. You, you, you could, yeah. There. The Pirates of Charlestown and head coach Jason Hawkins trying to repeat their sectional win from 10 years ago. This is their season preview. I'm Justin Caleb. That's awesome. That's, yeah. that's all we, that's all, that's all we needed. We can play the whole thing and learn more about Charleston. But no. if you're anything like me and no. don't like hearing your voice, then that's plenty. But that's good. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, you. That's good. That's a professional. I got uh, three more of them coming out. I think I got one tomorrow, one Thursday, and then I got one next week. What oh. teams? I've got Eastern. Uh, Oldham County. Do you have uh, New Albany? New Albany. Yes. All right, I'm actually yeah. going out to New Albany tomorrow. I say Oldham County. Oldham County. Yeah, I did their season preview as well. Wow, well, the OC Jeez. for Eastern. Are you just gonna be like, I'm Justin Kalen with your 2022 high school preview? They will not be that good this year. <laughs> they are not returning much. Doesn't matter what they are returning. Actually, I, I, come, I come in and I say, they are going by Eastern Louisville this year, so Eastern Pekin can have their name back and just go by Eastern High School. There you go. Rightfully deserved. <laughs> Dropping the Pekin. Yeah, uh, yeah, so any of these teams, you just know they're going to stink and you still have to act all excited? Um, Man, I hate saying this in this uh, area, but New Albany is not going to be very good. <sighs> they lost so many good seniors last year that they relied on. It's, Rebuilding. Yeah, it's it's gonna be pretty ugly. Well, hey, I'm sure you'll you'll deliver the truth. Yeah, but that that was a nice little surprise last night on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page. But good stuff there from our buddy Scoots. Now we can get back to business. Joel well, Williams. Joel Williams. I just never thought that this was gonna work. Oh. Yeah, and it's not. Just look at the Louisiana guys. It's it's it, it it's similar to. When UK tried the SoFlo experiment back in 2016, something like that, and 
I, I think Cleveland Thomas was the only one that might have lasted a while. I guess Jordan Wright. Jordan Wright is an exception to that rule. But for the most part, just wasn't a culture fit, and I don't think the Louisiana kids were. Um, now, there was – you got some success with the one-hit wonders with Kelvin Joseph and Dare Rosenthal. But that's really about it. And even even though the on-the-field results were positive, there was a lot of eh, off the field. Like this isn't this isn't really who we're about mm. at Kentucky. Um, just I, I I don't know if the buy-in was ever there. And I was actually having a conversation with somebody uh, last week uh, because Alex Safari got so much hype. I was just like, yeah, I could see Joe Williams just hitting the portal and going to a place like Southern, you know, or Grambling or, you know, doing the HBCU thing, being a star in Louisiana, uh, going back to his home state. It just, it felt like a better fit. And after a week of camp when he wasn't in that ones and twos rotation, it was like, all right, I'm I'm getting out of here. So from a physical standpoint, he's good. There's no doubt about it. But I, I, I think from a fit I'd rather him. I, I I'd rather him hit the portal than sour some stuff off the field and complain about not playing time or, or whatever it might be. You know. Yeah, potentially rot this thing from the inside out. Yeah, and the thing was too, TJ, is when I watched him in that open practice, I was even talking to one of the things with Lucky. Like he was just playing aggressively. Like I, I thought, like, oh, this guy, he's really. Like showing some juice out there because that was a like I, I needed to see the fight from him because he was going to be in a fight to win that position battle. And I thought I saw some of it on Saturday, but when he wasn't immediately rewarded, I guess that I, I mean, I'm taking some liberties here with some of this, but Taj Dodson and Alex Safari and Zion Childress, those are three guys that were all in the mix there. And I guess he was just like, all right, well, then I'm out. I'm out. I didn't really make much of it from a contribution standpoint. I don't think this late in the game, Kentucky would allow a DB that they thought was going to be a big contributor or an important piece to the defense to leave, especially for this coming season. Maybe somewhere down the road they figured, hey, by 2023, 2024, maybe maybe they'll have to figure out what they'll do down the road. But I, I refuse to believe that they would have somebody that they thought very highly of that was going to help uh, – Position with question marks, plenty around them mm-hmm. to just bounce a couple weeks before the season. So, I uh, your assessment of like not really a huge loss from X's and O's, I agree with, and it's good to hear that confirmed by somebody who knows more than I do. The interesting part is the yeah, this they they could have just kind of been avoiding a potential headache well, for for parts of this season. That's the part I didn't really think of, but that's something that makes sense with the timing of this as well. We also, you don't normally see people leaving this late in the game. It happens. It's yeah, not totally right, rare. Right. But uh, normally when stuff like this happens, it it's, can be either playing time or headache stuff or a little combination of both. Bo Allen, strictly playing time. In this instance, maybe a little bit of both. And the thing is, too, TJ, is Kentucky works with – like if kids are uh, a headache at times – They'll, if if it's worth it, then they'll 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 do whatever they got to do, you know. Uh, but if it doesn't, if the juice isn't worth the squeeze, then fine, they'll move on. And you know, I, I hate sounding like sour grapes because the thing was is 
if I, if I would have told you this right after Vito Tizzo got hurt, I, you would have been like, oh, God. Well, then who are they going to play at nickel? And I'm still I'm still a little worried about a body standpoint of, of this, mm-hmm. whether even Joe Williams was there or not. Well, and especially because the guys that are seemingly going to fill his place, Taj Dodson, he, durability issues are a problem. Staying healthy. Like, that. that's just – that's been his career is can he be healthy enough to be on the field? Uh, Alex Afari, he's a true freshman. It looks good. He's played well, but he's still a true freshman. Zion Childress. Just showed up a couple of weeks ago. Transfer from Texas State. So there's a, there, there's still a lot uh, in the air. Uh, uh, but, you know, I, I, one less thing, I guess, for Kentucky's coaches to have to deal with as they move on into week two of training camp. Yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be interested to see who steps up, what they do about this. But that was news that I think had everybody kind of freaking out just because of the position it was at. Probably not too different than if UK had an, a reserve offensive lineman maybe say, hey, I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. And I think people would say, all right, well, maybe not a huge deal, but is it? Let's, let's find out. So Roush saying not a ton to worry about here, but I, I still will be a little bit worried from a depth standpoint. De- definitely, definitely. And – and also with the pedigree that he has, I mean, there's the the guy was a four star top three hundred kind of guy, you know, they were top five hundred something along those lines. Like, there's some recruiting chops to to pull off that win, uh, but you know, things don't always work out. There are there aren't always right fits, and I and I do have a feeling that just something with those Louisiana guys, I. It was fun while it lasted, but I, I don't think that Louisiana pipeline's coming back anytime soon. Oh, all right. Well, goodbye, Louis- Louisiana. I was trying to think of a like Baton Rouge song, something, some, some. I, I missed. I'm so missing. long, Louisiana Nothing Saturday man. night. Call Baton Rouge. There you yeah. go, intern Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> they do have. I do like some of the, the Cajun food in Lexington, though. So at least they did feel at home in that aspect. I, I honestly, it's, it's embarrassing, probably how little I know the food and drink scene in Lexington nowadays. Oh well, it has the places fun. that I know. One, are they still even in business? I think most of them are. And two, I'm sure there's just some new places that are would knock my socks off that I have no idea about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cookouts the big late night place now, intern Jacob. Yeah, you find a lot of people at cookout. And I don't. Uh, there's like some, it, is, there was some disgust in his voice when he was saying that. I mean, <laughs> I've had some bad meals from there, but I still ate them. Yeah, well, nobody cares. I just you acted like it was maybe okay. So no, you have nothing against cook, cookout. Oh no, okay. I think it's great. Okay. Do they still keep the doors inside open late? Sometimes. Yeah, it just depends. When that when that girl got shot there, I was like, ugh. The girl got shot there? Yeah, like oh, 2 a.m. Okay. High school kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's awful kidding. stuff. Yeah, I didn't know that happened at a cookout. Yeah, I uh, I prefer my late night eats, though, in Lexington for old Mad Mush cheese sticks. Is, when was the last time you had one of those? Mm, oh, my God. The last time I was in Lex. Oh, it, that's, well, that's the thing. They used to have I, the best deals in turn, Jacob. It was like a medium, one topping, large cheese stick, and a soft drink for $10. Well, yeah, <laughs> so, like, we'd get that at the dorms. I mean, I'm not kidding you, a couple times a week. Literally, it's connected to my building. So Oh, yeah, oh, so that's all day. Fantastic. Yeah, their cheese sticks were amazing. I couldn't tell you the last. I mean, probably 2013. It's been a while, yeah. Well, because I'm usually not up late enough to, like, if I'm in town, I'm not there. Yeah. 
it's kind of like when if I eat a White Castle, there it has to be a certain time and place, and I'm rarely in that time and place now for Mad Mush cheese sticks. You you would get done with the box and just the the, the puddle of grease. Oh god! <laughs> it's like oh the cardboard. Oh, that's why it's so good. The cardboard is just like flimsy. Exactly. Oh. Uh, and then intern Jacob, you probably never had to call Mellow Mushroom for food order, have you? No. Oh, that was always a nightmare. You get home from the bars, you were drunk, you're kind of tired. Forever. Yeah, you may be on the phone for a long time just to get somebody to answer and be like, yeah, but it's going to be two hours before we can get out to you. And you'd be like, ah. <laughs> Other times they'd be like, hey, 45 minutes. And that'd feel like such a steal. You'd be like, that's awesome. 45 minutes. You can't beat that. I uh, we, we also were big fans of the Papa John student special. They had a good one the too. $6 one top, mm-hmm. large one topping. That was a. All right, guys, big night in. We're going to play N64 and eat uh, $6 pizza. Yeah, I would always, when I would cover games at Memorial for volleyball or women's basketball right when I was working door. for the Colonel, I'd just walk right by. If there wasn't any food left over in the media, I would take the food left over in the media room and just take it with me. Oh, did you ever get the, like the giant bags of popcorn? Uh, n- no, I never rough. got the huge ginormous yeah. one. Yeah. It was like comedically large. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was it like Al Tucker that took one of those one time? Yeah. He was like dragging it. I mean, it was like a seven-foot-long bag of popcorn. I, I think they had to quit doing that because uh, – they found a mouse in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They found a mouse. Yeah, they found a mouse in one of the bags of popcorn at Rupp Arena. It wasn't. It was. This was, you know, ten years ago. I'm sure they've made all the changes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> all right, let's go to our first break. We'll come back. I don't really know what we'll talk about when we return. We're waiting for everything. the cats to play in the Bahamas. There is football stuff to talk about as well. I've got a few fun hypotheticals, and then the Thornton's text line is popping. Oh, intern Jacob knows how to go to the break so much that Scoots had to go in there and show him what to do. Uh, Scoots is now giving me attitude. Let's go to a break. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Okay. Told her way up yonder past the caution light. There's a little country store with an old coke sign. You gotta stop and ask Miss Bell for some of her sweet tea. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. We're, this is, a, this is, it's always a good radio topic talking lottery winnings, but Roush is not lying about that. I, I guarantee that if he had an influx of millions of dollars of cash, <laughs> you would see that dude on Derby Saturday being the drunkest owner in the, uh, yeah. <laughs> and you do a great job of it, I have no doubt. Oh yeah, I would be a media darling. You know, I'd be doing all the interviews on the backside during Derby Week. Oh, I'd be outstanding. That justice is the one thing you should always find. You gotta saddle up your boys. You gotta draw hard lines. That's a good one. Uh, that was yeah. fun to hear. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll oh, Call here man. on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Really need to hit that lottery. During that break, added another team to the Big X kickoff scramble. Yes! September 2nd. Oh, yeah, we should, like, it could be like a sales and, and Thunder Mifflin. We could ring a bell every time we add a new team to the scramble. How about a maraca? We could settle for a maraca <laughs> as well. It <laughs> is September 2nd. Roush didn't grab the maracas. It's September 2nd. It's a Friday. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a shotgun start at 9 o'clock. $120 for a foursome. You can't beat that price. If you're single or you only have two, we can pair you up. We'll figure something out. So email BigXScramble at Yahoo.com. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful day. I can already feel it at Elk Run Golf Club. 
we'll have games, we'll have prizes, it'll be fun, and uh, about two-thirds of the team almost almost taken up. Wow. So, yeah. Um, yeah again, the I don't... KRC team is handing out L's, so just step up. One for you, one for you, and one for you. I'm very excited, uh, too, for one of the prizes for the teams. Oh yeah, we'll have uh, we'll have some raffles and stuff, fun stuff like that. So make sure you bring some some pocket change with you when you come. Um, yeah, it's not about really so much how your team score shoots or scores. We will have something for the winning team, but also you could be the worst golfer there and leave with uh, yeah. with a lot of fun prize packages. We'll have shady rays. Hopefully, maybe get some salsaritas out there. Maybe some goodies from Thornton's. We'll have it'll all be a good time out at Elk Run Golf Club. There is a little part of me though that wishes that like us four would have done separate teams and just see who could put together the best foursome. That wouldn't have been close. Yeah, wouldn't have even been close. I don't know. Jacob could probably put together a pretty say, good team. Oh but. my god! What are you saying? You'd have the best oh, team. I got you're some insane. crazy good golfers. Jacob's see, better. Isn't this than almost more insane. fun. Like having like <laughs> having this than us playing together and probably just arguing and fighting with each other. Because I also would be confident that I would put together the best team. <laughs> I have three guys on tours right now that I could bring in. Yeah, that you could bring in. Yeah, I would bring in. I can bring in. If they're on I tour, they can't in. play, Jacob. Yeah, if they're on, if they're on, how are you going to get them if they're on tour? Yeah, they'd be playing that day, Friday Labor Day weekend. They're not playing on the tour. No, a mini tour, not the actual tour. Like a putt putt tour. No. We're not scared of that. <laughs> no, I'm not scared of that. Some good putters, man. <laughs> well, we're gonna play together. Unless we keep talking trash, in which case we may have to put <laughs> yeah, in the paper. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> kind of up. But you can come out, see us, say hello to us, and uh, and and we'll have fun. Hopefully, I think Trevor is planning on being out there. But you just you never, never know. know. You yeah. never know. Yeah. By the time we make the turn. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton sex line. Roush, did you see that uh, UK has put up signs all around Kroger Field saying no tailgate setups till the Friday before game? I mean, Which they, they do that every year, but I do think it gets earlier every year where they have to put those signs out. The thing is, is that people are already set up though. Uh, they are people already set like up. Like there's yeah. the um, your tail the 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 unofficial cruise tailgate KRC tailgate the tent's up. Oh, that probably isn't even their tent. To be honest with you, well, somebody's tent. Is I there. wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's, there's already like trailers and tents all over the place calling dibs on certain spots. Yeah. Supposedly some business has called and complained to UK that like, this is too early. I guess somebody's setting up near their business or whatever it may be. Oh, they don't don't like that. People like football too much. Real shame. I do think it's like something that we wouldn't really have even talked about back when we were in college. I remember People setting it, up tailgates too early. What? Yeah, it was cool just being like two weeks early. Yeah. And now it's 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 a month in advance. And it's one of those things that I appreciate because it feels feels like a tradition. Mm-hmm. You have to get dibs on your spot early. Even if you do have a parking pass, your spot is it's not assigned. Uh you just get the lot. So go ahead and Called dibs on the on the best one. That's gonna be fun. It'll be here before we know it. Twenty five days away. Twenty five days away. Do you have your first Catterday plans mapped out? You'll obviously be covering the game. I don't because I'm not sure the game times on some of the other ones. And I'm pro but what's probably gonna happen is I'm gonna wanna be in Lexington in time for that witching hour on the first game. 
I'm going to want to, I don't think there are any huge nooners, but I'm going to want to be there for the 330 kicks, you know, because I, I believe we do have a couple of really good, I think that Georgia, Oregon is 330 CBS, if I'm not mistaken. No. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Which, whew, hold on to your butts, folks. I've got some bad news. I I had this written down to get to today. I'm I'm really sad about this. I'm really disappointed. I, uh, all right, I was wondering where you were going to be with it. Justin, any idea what we're talking about? Intern no Jacob, clue. any idea what we're talking about? Not a clue. The SEC on CBS is now going to be the Big Ten on CBS. Mm. So the 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 inside baseball here. ESPN bought the rights to all of the SEC's good games. They want to control the entire schedule. They want all the games on ESPN slash ABC. And they spent $300 million two years ago to get the rights to that starting in 2024. The Big Ten, they're negotiating a billion dollars worth of TV rights. Fox gets first dibs. They're just going to have the big noon kickoff at, at noon. And also FS1 and BTN for all the other games. NBC is going to take the primetime C games, and then CBS is paying $350 million. That's $50 million more than what ESPN paid for that SEC to have the second-ranked Big Ten game of the week on there. So Minnesota-Wisconsin coming. Oh, my gosh. Paul Bunyan's axe. Can I, I – I'll say this, though. Like, I think the the Big Ten's getting the better end of this deal. And I'm just not – I don't like ESPN. ABC's fine enough. So – I just don't like ESPN. I I actually, for the most part, the the big three – so, like, the top three games that you'll get on ESPN and ABC, I like their crews. I think they do a good job. But I hate that ESPN – doesn't have the music. The, the 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 there there is something about the gravitas of playing on regular broadcast, and also it's kind of spreading it out. Uh, as much as I, I I understand that it makes more sense for ESPN to pay more to have all of control over their schedule. I, I hate that the Big Tens now is going to be on a bunch of different networks because there's there's something about having your logo like, like Kentucky only being next to an ESPN ACC network or ABC logo isn't as cool as being on CBS or NBC or Fox or all of these different. There's just something about that. I, I don't know that I, I just think it's cooler. Is that is that for nostalgia purposes? Somewhat, but I also think from a marketing standpoint, just having the different time slots on the different stations, it, it makes it feel a little bit bigger. Interesting take. I didn't really think of that, and there's probably some truth to it. Um, I was kind of thinking the other way, ultimately. From a personal standpoint, I agree with you. I'd rather just flip through channels, see SEC games on other stations, blah, blah, blah. And ultimately, this just comes down to I don't appreciate or enjoy – ESPN's college football broadcasts as I as much as I do some other networks and stations. Mm-hmm. But there is truth to like when people you could have your grandma, you could have your mom, you could have your girlfriend, you could have anybody from the male gender either. Be like, oh, little Billy likes sports. Well, I'll put on ESPN. 
go-to for sports still is ESPN. Mm-hmm. So that the SEC is going to be on every ESPN channel and network moving forward. That's probably good for the conference, right. at least for UK's recruiting purposes, that when people turn on college football games on Saturdays and it's on the ESPN network, most likely it's going to be an SEC game on one of the stations. That, I think, will be good for the conference. Just from a personal standpoint, I wish that UK was playing on Fox or on CBS and some of the other networks. But uh, this is the interesting kind of split with the SEC and the Big Ten. Big Ten's going to get their money from those networks. Mm-hmm. SEC is it's, yeah, hitching it's... their wagon to ESPN. And I do, I think another thing that adds to it, I know you not, you've got another point, don't forget it. Another interesting thing, though, is ESPN is very demanding. We they you, you talk to people in the know, they're the ones that had the Texas-Oklahoma thing happen, and... Blah, blah, blah. They're the ones controlling the realignment in college football. ESPN is a nosy neighbor, if you will. So the SEC getting in bed with them, which they've been in bed with them forever, mm-hmm. You're gonna, they're going to want says in certain things where I would think, and I could be totally wrong about this, that the Big Ten working with Fox and CBS may be more, yeah, okay, we'll take your advice into consideration, but ultimately we're the conference. We're going to make the decisions. And I could be talking out my butt with that stuff, but it's something that crossed my mind. Fox did uh, play a – they were the ones who wanted USC and UCLA. Mm-hmm. So they 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 did have some influence there, and the, just having two different strategies though, where the Big Ten's saying we want our money diverse, like we we want to be spread out among other a bunch of different networks versus ESPN having total control. I think there's pros and cons to both. Like one of the pros that we're going to have is we're not going to have to wait until the Monday. Two weeks before to know the kickoff times. ESPN is going to, not the entire season, but you're going to have a month to prepare your catter days. You now. think so? Yeah, they, that, that was part of the their That'll be nice. Pledge. And I'm sure there's going to be some weekends where they say it could be 3.30 or 7. You know, but, but for the most part... Uh, you'll have some flex options, but you're going to have a, you're going to know when your team is playing much further in advance. So that's that's a positive. I just I also think that you know you talk about your grandmother flipping it on knowing to flip it on ESPN. That is going to be a real bummer because the three thirty CBS has it's got a special place in the hearts of college football fans. It does, and now it's going to the Big Ten and. And I'm also just curious what that's going to look like because it's it's also the B suite and the the NBC primetime. What's that going to look like? I know it's different because there's going to be different teams with USC and UCLA in the fold. But uh, what what is it going to be? You know, Rutgers versus uh, Maryland in the in the C suite. You know, I I, I don't I don't know. That I, game would never get a TV spot. Yeah. No way. But you know, you could see some years where like Indiana, Michigan State are playing on uh on, on NBC. Yeah. And they're probably gonna throw some games on Peacock too. It is it is gonna be weird. I mean, when you think of CBS during college football season, you think of SEC. I know. Like that that will and, be crazy. And going from the best game in the SEC to the second best Big Ten game yeah. is such a drastic yeah. shift. And it's just it's going to take me a little well, while to adjust. Rating, I think they'll see ratings. CBS will. Be, I think they know that this isn't going to be ideal for them. But a lot of 
bar owners and bartenders in the South probably very happy they don't have to flip over to CBS for football games anymore. Just keep it on the That was always a big issue. When you're like, actually, it's on CBS. Oh, <laughs> and then they can't CBS? figure out what... Is it local channel or... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, blah, blah, blah. yeah. So that'll be much dish, easier for, for the Southeastern Conference. If you have, like, direct TV, you have to know the local number because mm-hmm. it's different in every market. It is. Totally throws them off. But yeah. whereas everybody knows... What channel ESPN is. Yes. No oh, matter yeah. where you are, what cable it's company like default. you have. I mean, you yeah. go into bars that probably haven't turned it off ESPN in seven years yeah. on at least some of their TVs. So at least we have that to look forward to. <sighs> can, can the SEC buy this, the music? Can they just just buy that? I'd be in on that. Instead of making new songs every year, they've got some new one from, I mean, and it's fine, but I don't want... I, I I don't want new college football theme music every year. ESPN by Rick Ross or uh, the, the uh, Young Blood I think does this year's. I I don't no get a TBT. They had some great theme music that, was that awesome. like nineties eighties kind of electronic keyboard. Maybe there's a chance for ESPN to do something new. I mean, SEC tried to buy new music and everyone crapped all over it. Remember y'all life. That's not new. That's not what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking and, – and I guess they do have the um, the marching band kind of stuff that they'll play for, like, the college football final show. But they don't – they don't they don't ham it up enough. We just, just buy the, SC, the CBS music, ESPN. You got money. Just throw it around. One thing I'd like to also – and this will never happen. I wish ESPN would be like, all right, listen, we've got these built-in slots, you know, top three games, you're playing this, that, and the other – but if you're not one of the top three games, I wish they just let teams schedule the time that they want. That they want, yeah. You know, like back in the 2000s, sometimes Kentucky would have like 1 o'clock football games. Sweet. Ooh, remember that. the JP uh, 1230 kickoffs? You'd have 1230 kickoffs as well. With all the Daves, some Dave, Dave, and Dave. Some days you'd have the 4 o'clock, which you still can get the 4 o'clock on SEC Network from time to time. But what I'm basically taking the long road to get to here. I'm I'm out on the 7:30 games. I can't do I can't do but maybe one, maybe two, too many of them. UK has a home in the SEC Network 7:30 slot, and it's that, that's too late. The weird thing is, and this is just a sign of how old I'm getting. Like even the seven games versus the 7:30 is a significant Huge. difference for me. Well, and it's also I know it sounds it's only 30 minutes. But the Florida game last year ended around 10.30. That was a 7 o'clock kickoff ESPN. That's what we're getting this year in week two. There's a lot of those 7.30s that don't end until 11.30. An old Roushy boy. It's ridiculous. That's the difference between yeah. getting home at 3.30, going to bed at 4, versus 2, 2.30. Oh, my gosh. Did you see totally switching gears here? And we're going to go to the Thornton's text line soon enough. Did you see college basketball proposed another media timeout, perhaps? Yes. What? Are, what? Who's advising that? <laughs> Whose idea is this? Somebody who Should needs more money. Should be taking one out. Like, yeah. Take, take it out. Yeah, go to quarters. Take it out. Another media timeout. I think those, instead those... They'd, do, they'd start doing like three-minute media timeouts. In the middle. So it would still be, I think, under four for the last one. But there's like a 17, uh, 14, and 11, and then uh, four it's or dumb. something, it's something crazy. It's dumb. It was I really mean, stupid. So they're going to be doing that, doing that? I, I think know, they're at least in like some exhibitions they're doing it. They're experimenting but, with it. Yeah, yeah, that's horrible. We get so many timeouts near the end of a half, especially at the end of a game with all the fouling and timeout strategy bullcrap. Yeah, this is that's so, un- what so is unnecessary. Leading me to the Elam ending, honestly, it's just that stuff gets so annoying. And then you'll have like 
three minutes of fouling, and then eventually it'll come down to like the final play, and then the team will get out on the inbounds, timeout uh, from the defense. Then the team comes back, timeout from the offense, where you do like the little chess match of wanting to see what the other teams are going to do. But in reality, it's just like, can we simulate this this part and just move on to when you actually play the basketball? Really annoying. All right, Justin, I hate bringing up this topic. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. But I'm going to need your your death meter on Olivia Newton-John. Who? Oh, not a big one. Not a big one. Sheesh, not a big one. Hey. Oh, she died. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard that on the Rutherford show. Yesterday. So not a big one? Big one? No. Sheesh. Sheesh. So, sheesh uh, what? Sheesh. sheesh, that's a... Uh... Sad. That's sad. Yeah. Sheesh. <laughs> All right, there's, you have that one. And then historian... David McCullough. That one's a big one. That is a big one. Yeah. Sheesh. He's isn't he the he does a, like a lot of the narrating for those nature shows. You, no, that's David Attenborough. Oh, okay. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. He's written a lot of history books. Gotcha. American history books too. Um I've at least heard of him. Okay. I was just wondering where the, where they would rank. So we get a big one for Olivia Newton John, let's get physical. That's a that's a good song. She's from Greece. Greece. She's a singer? Let's Act, get physical. Oh, okay. And yeah, she, she was in Greece. She was Sandy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Never seen Greece? Yeah, I've seen Greece. Better have seen Greece. Have you seen Greece? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Greece, best, is, Greece is. I could great. sing all the songs Greece and everything. Best Greece song, Justin. Um. Hmm. Let me think on that. Oh. I, I, I got to think of them again. Jacob. I, I haven't seen Greece best in probably Greece song. 20 years. What is Greece? <laughs> You've yeah. seen Greece. I mean, you had to know that was coming. Like, <laughs> yeah, but no, are you, you're, you're joking though, right? Twenty-one year old listening right now, and you know what Greece is? Text in because there's just not, there's not. What are you, you talking about? Do you not a, have sisters? Look, look at me, no. I'm Sandra D. Kind of guy. Two brothers, and Jacob. Oh, see, it makes it makes sense. Oh gosh, that's the worst one. Whoa, shots fired at yeah. Jacob. Better shape up. <laughs> See, that's a, I could see not seeing it because you don't have sisters, but I mean, every woman that's ever been born in the last 80 years has watched Grease. Same, great. Thing, with, same thing with the notebook. Uh, I would say great. Grease, Grease is very multi generational. Sure. Yeah. Look at me. I'm Sandra D. Lousy with virginity. Won't go to bed till I'm legally wed. I can't. I'm Sandra D. That Great song lyrics. is so weird, man. That's uh, that's right after the one girl leaves in the the car, right? Uh, uh, to go like make out with the uh, the one guy, and he's like, "God, get out of here, guys, beat it!" And they're yeah. just walking down the street with mm-hmm. beer bottles in their hand. They're all thirty playing high schoolers. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. What, what's the song that's like shooby doo wop? You know what I'm talking. That's about. the one that I yeah. was seeing. That's the, you that's better the shape best up. One. Yeah, that's the best one. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, sure. that one's good. Grease Lightning also pretty great. You too. can't go wrong with Grease yeah. Lightning. Born to hand jive. Good one. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the summer of love and two. Not 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 a big fan of that one. You don't like summer love. I mean, it's oh, fine. It's fine, but it's not the best. It's, yeah. Oh, you know the music. <laughs> Intern Jacob. Yeah. It. Get the hell out of here. I'm too cool to know Greece. Get the hell out of here, Jacob. Yeah, it's Greece. Oh, I just know the song. I've never seen the movie. Oh, you, you put it on the list. Let's TJ, read a couple. Did you watch Masterminds? No. Oh. oh yeah, TJ did not watch a movie on a Monday. Maybe Monday. 
Yeah, um, we used to have movie Mondays Monday. in college. That was always a good time. We watched uh, Candyman one time. A lot sure. of laughs. Oh, yeah, I'm sure there are plenty of laughs in Candyman. It's a scary, it's supposed to be a scary movie, but... It, oh, but it was bad. I remember as a kid watching it, being terrified by that movie, but it was nice kind of watching it. Yeah, we had, we had some, uh, some, some laughs. Hey, Kristen Wiig's in Masterminds. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> oh. oh, all right. Uh, let's read a text here. I'll, I totally forgot about it, intern Jacob. Probably won't do it today either, but not impossible. Some great future Louisville baseball players there in North Laurel. Did they end up playing last night? Uh, I think they, I don't know if they won or lost. I haven't seen anybody talk about it, so probably lost. But I, just it was saw Matt, delay. I just saw Matt tweet that it did not start well. But oh. I, yeah, I don't know how it ended. Oh, postponed to Tuesday. Who? Good. Let's see. Who? Okay. I was one game away from the Little League World Series. Really love their uh, uniforms. Those are sharp. Like that they, they they steered into the we're the Kentucky team, so we're gonna wear Kentucky blue. Man, I watched them play. What was it, Illinois the other day? And the kids smashed the tater. Saturday or Sunday, one of those days. No, just the Kentucky kids compared to the Illinois kids. Those Illinois kids were half their size. <laughs> I mean, that Kentucky team's big for twelve year olds. Are they? Yeah, they are. I think you're all. I mean, anytime you see the Little League World Series, you see those kids, and you're like, well, that's not what the normal twelve year olds should look like. But they're also some of the best baseball players for their age. I mean, I work with a lady who she has a 13 year old son. He is six foot four, I think. 13. That's insane. All right. It's going to be at three today. Hmm. They're taking on Hagerstown. Where's that? Pennsylvania? Sounds. No, Indiana. <laughs> is it? Yes. Never heard of it. I hmm. could be mispronunciating it. Sounds right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how how many My different ways you can pronounce Hager's named town. Hager is pronounced Hagerstown. Hagers. He goes by Hagerstown. <laughs> no, he just goes by Hager. Well, in but that regional, it's only Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, and Kentucky. It's the Great Lakes regional. Yeah, it looks like it's uh, right off seventy, pretty close to the Ohio border. No, in between Newcastle and Richmond. Gotcha. Well, they have uh, brown ales in Newcastle. All right, well, North Laurel's going to beat the brakes off. Yeah! North Laurel. North Laurel. Reed Shepard throws out the first pitch. <laughs> 502-414-1450, the first texter on the Thornton's text line, or the second one, I should say. I thought McLean cemented himself as the number two running back last year, but he's not getting mentioned much in coverage so far. What's up with that? Some of it's just to talk about people who are different. We're excited because Lavelle Wright added some weight, and they talked about him quite a bit in the spring. And Ramon Jefferson has also exceeded some early expectations in camp. So, you know, you talk about the new guys. That's kind of the, the nature of it. Um, and as I said yesterday, I just I, I don't know how they're going to figure out who that RB2 is. But more more positive reports from Ramon Jefferson coming out of camp. It really is an insane amount of running backs. Yeah. But you can – the way that Coach Rich likes to operate – Two backs on the field at the same time, not uncommon. And there's also... Is there another SEC team that does that, has two running backs on the field as much as UK may? Just so I can get something in my head. <sighs> what offense would you compare what you think? And you reserve the right to change your opinion. You haven't seen it either. 
But yeah. what would you compare it to? I mean, if I'm being completely honest with you now, the blocking scheme is different up front. But some of it's almost like Mike Glazer stuff where you've got two tight ends and like a fullback offset. You're like gonna, stuff you haven't <laughs> seen from the, since the 90s. You're you going to freak people out with that. I know, but that's what that's how the 49ers... I, 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 I can really only compare it to watching the 49ers because the way they use Juszczyk yeah. and, and Kittle and all those guys where they've just got dudes mowing people downhill. But there was uh, one segment where they had... They, they motioned over... They had two tight ends on one side and then they motioned the fullback over. So they had three extra blockers for the running back to run like a sweep. Yeah, I mean, they, they will just overwhelm you with those guys. And, but okay. I think it's also important to know, too, that they're going to use different players in certain spots. You know, during one period, they're like, I need your time next play. You know, like mm-hmm. they're, they're so I, I think that's going to be a part of it as well is just knowing the, the right situations to be able to use different running backs. All right, we, let, let's continue that conversation into hour number two. Interesting stuff there. We got a jam-packed Thornton sex line. Keep them coming in, 502-414-1450. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. We have an NFL update with intern Jacob when we return. You're not going to want to miss our numero dos coming up next. places where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases my blues away. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back, hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call Roll here on Big X Sports Radio. Ninety-six-one FM, fourteen fifty on the AM dial. We go seven to nine. Replay of the show on Big X Sports Radio, nine to eleven. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and intern Jake producing the show today. Everything go well there during the break, Justin? Did you do a good job? Um, it uh, was a little wonky. No, it was nothing. He did the log. The commercial log was just. It was going a little crazy. I don't really know what was happening. Ooh. I was getting error messages on half the commercials, so I was having to move things around. It was it was a lot of stress. A lot of stress. There Maybe you should break. try sticks instead of logs. That's true. Intern Jacob, how did it go down on your side of things? I mean, I didn't do anything that I don't normally do. Mm, you sure about that? I can confirm that. It was just sometimes. It is interesting. You went straight to a defensive position, though. Sometimes the technology mm. around here does its own thing. Hmm. Has a mind of its own, yeah. so it's become th- sentient. A lot of interesting things around this place. There are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there are. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the best way to get in touch with the show. We had a nice little mix of football, a little maybe some basketball talk in hour one. I don't remember, but do want to start hour two with the cats are ranked, Roush. Numero veintiuno. The cats are number twenty-one in the preseason coaches poll. It's the first time Kentucky's ever been ranked in the preseason coaches poll. Uh, now, unless you want to get into semantics and say, well, when they, they were ranked when they took all the Big Ten and Pac-12 teams out of the preseason poll in 2020, 
But in the official UK record book, if you go back and check it, UK has never been in the preseason coaches poll. Uh, the coaches poll, as we know it, started in 1991. It was previously like the UPI poll uh, back in the 50s through the 80s. 21 fair, intern Jacob. I like it. I think that we're better than that, but I like to be lower than rather than higher expectations. Yeah, there's a lot of hilarious teams ranked ahead of Kentucky. Uh, that shouldn't be, but it's kind of part of the game. Uh, shout out to our boy, Lachlan McLean, just always trolling. Five ACC teams in the top 20? That's crazy. Only three SEC? Uh, also, ranking Wake Forest high is just insane. Putting Wake Forest ahead of Kentucky is just dumb. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just is. It's, it's really stupid. And then, of course, the funny thing about Locke doing the top 20 is if you do the just the top 25, there's more SEC teams than ACC teams. <laughs> well, and it's, it's like such a disingenuous little stat. Uh, if you did top 10 teams... You'd have more SEC than ACC. Oh, like, but he, 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 he picked the, the top perfect. twenty where they're really thick. You got NC State at thirteen. You got Pittsburgh at sixteen. You got Wake Forest. Oh, that, Pitt's going to be terrible too. NC State at God. thirteen. Like yeah, I think they'll yeah. be okay. But Kentucky's beating, and hopefully, well, not hopefully, because I want Kentucky to go to a better bowl. But it seems like UK's either going to play an ACC or Big Ten team if they go to their normal. Bowl game, so maybe you'll get a chance to beat one of those teams. I've got NC State as my ACC winner. Yep, for what it's worth. I'll, Man. I'll stick with Clemson. That's a popular. That's the popular like surprise. Watch out for NC State. Watch out. I'm on it. Scoots is all over wolf it. Wolfpack train. Uh, in in also preseason polls. Yes, it's good to see Kentucky receive some notoriety, but preseason football polls are about as worthless as a poopy flavored lollipop. Nice I mean, dodgeball quote. Love it. Yeah. It's also, just... he included Notre Dame as an ACC team. <laughs> They're not. They're not. An they ACC. don't. They don't want to be in it. No. Can they? Do they? Can they still play in the ACC championship game? Or no. Is that just they, the that was just the pandemic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they won it that year, right? Or no? They they played in it, but they lost to Clemson in round two. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They, they beat they beat Clemson without Trevor Lawrence and then lost to him in the ACC championship. So hilariously inaccurate and misinformation tweet there from from Locke. Yeah, um, but twenty one is that that feels like about right. Um, I saw there was a CBS poll that had him at twenty three. AP poll comes out August fifteenth, and Kentucky not been ranked in the preseason AP poll since they went ten one. Um, in 77, going into the 78 season. I think they ended up finishing about 500 that year. Long time. Yeah, long, long time. So, moving up the ladder in the college football world. There's some ranking. When does the AP come out? Is 15th. That like, okay. Did yeah. you already say that? Sorry. Yeah, all good. It happens. Less than a week. Mm-hmm. 502-414-1450. Excuse me. Thornton's text line. I guess we can get to it. Got a few other things. I hate, I hate being on this side because I don't know what texts are coming. Ooh. You could check on your phone. Uh, it's not worth it. I'd just rather be surprised. You, you like being surprised? Yeah. That's no, fun. I'd rather know if we're being honest, but, but I'm you, not going to do you, it on my phone. Okay. <laughs> so you'd rather know, but to, not, to some, some extent. Yeah. You're already making a phone call during this segment. I was just making sure we were on. Sounding good. We were on. Sounding oh, good. Professionalism right there. <laughs> a texter says, I'm pretty sure Roush just said Titus and... Tate. Not Tate. 
So sad. Tyson Tate. <laughs> Somebody texted the Rutherford show being like, I was happy that they took Calipari to school. <laughs> <laughs> Only Kentucky basketball could go play a road game against a top three team and it still be spun Criticized. around as criticism. Yeah. yeah. It's it's uh just a bunch of nerds. Just a bunch of bunch of nerds in, in the college basketball media. A texter says, Steph Curry was in Louisville at Jeff Ruby's. Yeah. My, the uh, Damian Lee golf scramble. My, my cousin played in it. I knew somebody that played in it yeah, as They well. had um, uh, Del Curry was there. Uh, I, I think the foursome with Steph was Del, Nolan Smith, and... Damian? Damian Lee. Mm, yeah. Would make yeah. sense. But, you know, saw Russ Smith. It was, it was a whomst whom, whomst. Of, uh, was out there. Folks, yeah. yeah. Uh, Did he win that game? I don't. I don't know. If Steph's on a scramble team, the team probably be pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. He where, really do good. we know where they played? U Cardinal of L- Club. Yeah, Cardinal Club out there off sixty four. Which, by the way, you still got to get me on there. Well, I lost my connect. Out oh there. my gosh! No, you did I not. Did. I mean, I could. We could still probably get on, but um, it's a it's it's a tough course. It's I don't know. I I've, it is a tough course. I do know about that. I just don't know. It's and it's really really nice. It's just a little bit of a drive. I'd settle for Harmony Landing. We that's a place I can get you on. Yeah. With Justin Thomas. Yeah. JT. Yeah. Want, they had, did you see? They had their. They had. He had his uh, like little youth event. Youth yeah. event out there. Did you see? He said he'd he he wish he could go back to St. X for a week. I didn't see that, but I've always said I'd love to just go back to St. X for a day. They should do that for like a love night. You pay you know X amount of dollars, you just get a day. I'll like, get it X amount of dollars. I would love also like have it be like, <laughs> hey, landscaping class. We're gonna just teach you how to land, like you know, like adult stuff. Yeah. Like uh, you've been looking to replace the trim around your house. Forty five minute class on that. Here you go, and then you just get to have the St. X lunch, which which would be most important. JT's <laughs> little youth event out at Harmony Landing, which is a tough. Tough course, not the toughest, but it is a you know it's a tough course. The rough is gnarly. Kid went out there that was a junior in high school, shot a sixty. Oh my! From, from the tips, a they're not like 60? they're not like playing like youth tees. A sixty, and then there was a fourteen-year-old like that Who? went 65-63. Wow! From the tips as well. Yeah, fourteen. Yeah, and the sixty-five, sixty-three person didn't win. And Jacob, person, imagine being that good at golf. You could never. Then the person who went, good. who went, who went, stout. who went sixty, it was shotgun start. Well, you all wouldn't know the tees out there, but had like two of the easier holes to break sixty. I know the tees out there. It was number he finished with number two and number three. Number two's a par three, like one fifty. It's kind of tough how they have some bunkers, but he parred that one. And then number three is a really short par four, but it's a little gimmicky the way the green set up and he parred that one, which he would have wanted that one back, I'm sure. But otherwise that kept him from having a fifty nine. It's just nuts. I wonder if he hit tried to hit driver over the tree or just laid up to the right. Uh I supposedly had himself a makeable birdie putt just didn't go in. So mm. anyways, that's nuts. It makes me somebody that's seventeen years younger than me goes out to a course that I'll like happily shoot a ninety at and they just <laughs> sixty three like it was nothing. <laughs> Other other older folk uh, shot at older folk as in like a seventeen year old shot a sixty, nuts. A texter says, "Any idea what Kentucky's blue chip ratio is and how does it compare to previous seasons?" Um, yeah, it's pretty easy if you visit on three dot com. I'm not gonna lie, three. the definition of blue chip confuses me from time to time. It's four star. That's just four star four above star is a blue chip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Has it always been that way? Um, like the movie so. Blue Chips about like four stars and above? 
or were they just using that as a term as a good recruit? Um, that was probably more vague because I don't even know if the recruiting services were around. Yeah, I don't think they were. So in 2022, 60% of the class was blue chips. And right now in 2023, it's at 30%. So not as many, but that's also depending on which one. Like England's a four-star in two of the four services, but it hasn't bumped them up yet. Um, Kobe Keenum is ranked as a tackle by some as an interior offensive lineman and others. So, like, it, it, it right now, uh, that, that, that plays a role in it. But, yeah, it's uh, not as good as last year's class right now. And uh, they've got some more big fish. they gotta, they got to go hunt. In 2021, by the way, it was the same percentage, 28% um, blue chips in 2021. So, so last year was definitely an exception to the norm. Uh, and in 2020, it was right around 50%, 45%. So no need to panic. Not yet, no. They're kind of par for the course. You just got to get some big dudes down the stretch. We have a few texts in the Thornton's text line about Joe Williams. This one says, he opts to transfer. Was this random or was this in the works, Roush? Uh, yeah. I, we talked a lot about an hour number one. I uh, thought it was going to be a make-or-break camp for him, and it just broke much quicker than I think anticipated. The timing of it just is just the one that feels a little unusual. Yeah, just waiting until Roush camp starts. Insinuated that like this, you know, long run could be good for the locker room potentially. Maybe there's some other stuff going on. If that's at all true, then this is a good move. Like this is this is this is better for UK, even if it does present some more depth concerns. But Nick Roush said the O line looks solid on KRC this morning. Who am I to believe? Oh, I guess this is maybe this was meant for the Rutherford show, and it got me. Mm. Mm, guide us. Believe Roush. Unless maybe they, maybe it wasn't a Rutherford show text. Maybe they meant that for us or somebody else, but I don't really get it. Somebody else sends in a video. This was one year before I really got into Kentucky basketball, so I was completely unaware that this game existed. What an insane ending that never gets talked about. Also, who were the athletes in action, oh, and where did they go? AIA, baby. Were any good players of note on those teams? This is the game UK lost. No. this is the Me and Jacob watched the end of it this morning. There's uh, 2.9 seconds left, and UK is down by two. Here we right, go, TJ. Wait, uh, no, wait. Hold Nick, Ralph. Ralph Stop wait. it. Pause it. Pause it, because it go, it's... What TJ talked about earlier about the timeouts and bullcrap, that goes on in this game. Me and Jacob were waiting for it and waiting for it. Kentucky calls a timeout. Athletes in action call a timeout, and then you get the play. Okay, hold on. So I think I got the play queued up here. All right. Uh, here we go. But it's a hell of a shot. You want to watch it? Yep, 2.6 seconds left. And this is a good Kentucky team. Uh, this was the 100 years of Kentucky basketball. We've got Keith Bogans, Chuck Hayes, Gerald Fitch in the game. Uh, oh, look at the, some of the people in the crowd. The shell necklace. Shame on all you guys that ever wore <laughs> shell necklaces. Each and every one of you. Kalana Azabuki, Marquise Estel. Looks like Tarzan plays like Jane. All right, Bogans looking, trying to find. And he gets it to Estel. Fitch. Back to Bogans. Bogans. Throws it up from the perimeter. Goes in. Hilarious. <laughs> that shot that went in. Falling down. Oh, my God. I can't believe that shot went in. Leaning forward. His, his Half of his body was over the three-point line, but his feet were behind it. So it counts. For a meaningless exhibition game. <laughs> yeah. And and for those uh, who weren't around for Athletes in Action, that was the annual exhibition teams. Back, I, I don't know when the rule changed that you could start playing lower-level colleges uh, for exhibitions, but previously you had to play these kind of barnstorming teams where if you didn't go overseas, AIA would come around and they would play 
you know, your Kentuckys, they played Louisville. Uh, the, the, they, they were the team that people beat up on in exhibition mm-hmm. games, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Uh, and the, I want to say they were, like, associated with, like, FCA as well. Trevor That's would the know athletes this, in action. But the, the in action truck trailer, basketball player, the big guy who used big to. Big tractor trailer? Yeah, tractor trailer. He played against Louisville one time, and he started, like, getting in a fight with a fan in the stands. That's what you get from some of those exhibition mm. games. You, you'd get some really interesting stuff. Also, while we're just making you know just talking about random stuff did you see that nebraska got caught making up a 10th win from a spring game no what i think they had i don't know how they got caught doing it but they had some sort of tweet being like we've had double digit win seasons blah 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 and somebody was like going through their records and they were like all right for this 20 i forget what year it is but it was it was recent it wasn't like 1950s right no it was like yeah it was like 2006 or something like that and they were like all right so we don't know where they're getting the 10th win here unless and they went to their official schedule and they had the spring game for the following year on their schedule so like they finished, oh. they played in whatever bowl game in January, yeah. and then it said March, big red versus big white W, <laughs> and that's what this kid is. So it may have been just so they had, on their end. But. So they had essentially what happened is some Nebraska communications college student was like, "This could be a good graphic if mm-hmm. I went back for ten win seasons," and instead of going through College Football Reference and just looking up seasons by year they went through each year on their website yes and and they got and they, and, and they got caught i think it, it started with they've had nebraska's had more 10 win seasons since miami's last national championship i guess there was some miami nebraska who's more relevant peeing contests if you will oh man and that's funny between those two irrelevant and, losers. I, and I think they they got got on cheating uh, making oh, making up spring game nebraska runs. Best three and nine team in college basketball history. College football never changed. Another texture on the Thornton's text line says, "Love Severe Wheeler, but do y'all think we'll get ten minutes or so of run a game with Kaysen at the point with Frederick and Reeves on the wing? Could be deadly offensively. Hope we see it in the Bahamas. Have a good one, fellas." That's the beautiful thing about the Bahamas, and maybe not so much to some players, but like they, if they do this like they have in past Bahamas years, Roush, we're going to see every lineup. Yeah, like we'll yeah. see lineups that we hate. We'll see lineups that we love. We'll see different. So, Texter, if they do it like they normally have been doing, yes. We'll see plenty of different lineups. And that's kind of the beauty of it, though, is we'll be able to overreact to the ones that we like, the ones that we don't like. If you already have your some notions or you already have made your mind up about certain players, you're probably going to see things you want to see or, you know, cover up for things you don't want to see. But I, I'm with you, Texter. I want to see that lineup for sure. It's nothing against Wheeler. It's almost just you know what Wheeler brings, mm-hmm. and I'm happy with that. But I, I do kind of want to see what some other things look like. And I don't, I'm not taking that as a slight against Wheeler. Can I can I also say too that maybe after the way the injury things have gone this year, I know Brady Walsh is trying to change that, but maybe Oscar's the only one that should play more than 35 minutes a game. Well, really, I mean, you can make a case maybe he's the last one that needs to be playing over 35 minutes a game. If you're talking about the Bahamas. No, no, I'm talking. Yeah, I'm season. talking about the actual season. Even then, I don't know if he has to, because mm-hmm. you know, I'm excited about Collins. I'm excited about Toppin. We know Lance Ware, Lance but he's Ware also the best play player in college basketball. So you want him you want to play? Him. You want him on the court as long as you need him on the court. Don't forget about Onyenzo. Uh, I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely going to forget about him. But in you general, forget about him. It would be ideal if everybody was in that between 33 and 30 minute window, right, where they're getting enough rest. 
that they're playing at 100% in late February and March. So, uh, well, there's going to be a lot of games for Kentucky that you won't need Oscar to play 35. He'll he'll put in his 2025, and Kentucky be up by so much you don't no need to play him anymore. I just, I, Jacob, don't you love just optimistic scoots? No, I, I'm no, I'm just thinking of like all the cupcake teams and the non-conference. Gonzaga, all no. these crappy teams. There's, I mean, there's crappy teams in the SEC, the Missouris, the Vanderbilts. What do you have against the Vanderbilt family? Nothing against the family. I like Jared. <laughs> uh intern jacob what'd you make of oscar shiway's nil deal in the bahamas oh oh you gotta slap it oh Uh oh Oh, he gets to deal with this now you uh, you easily have the best touch on that microphone you were better (laughs) than trevor and intern jacob just hit it move the move like the whole thing around yeah just hit it till it sounds like a gong <laughs> it makes a gong sound. Yeah, when Roush loves the sound it makes. Dong. <laughs> uh. Try lifting it up and down. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you think at some point we'd get that fixed? It's something in the wiring. I even replaced the mics. I replaced this mic with that mic in there. Well, it's a loose wire. Somewhere. It is. Yeah. 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 Probably goes uh. maybe back into the board. Did you check under? Okay. Anyways. Uh, he's just making noises in there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There. Hey! I okay. thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I forgot what the question was. Uh, so what he did is he can't. He has limitations on what with his visa, what he can profit off of via nil in the United States, and what he can't. A little known fun fact about geography, history geopolitics bahamas is a different country than the united states did you know that jacob they're they're out of the country jacob Are this you is sure an interna- international basketball state? trip it's like when michael huh. scott went to canada for an international speaking of international basketball trips can we talk about how auburn lost to israel have that 20? written down have that written down about 20? all right the the 19. part the part that needs to be brought up did you all see the graphic in which they shared their loss no I think I did. It's, it all right. Score? And here's the thing. Bruce Pearl is really triggered if you say anything about the Jewish faith. So he would... <laughs> seems, seems something... Like, I, I could understand that he doesn't want people saying negative things about his faith. They they, they put the score on the Ten Commandments. <laughs> <laughs> they put the final score they really? on the Ten Commandments. Yeah, See, it's the, like on a tap. the funny thing is... I. My dumb, dumb head is I saw that and didn't even know it was the Ten Commandments. Yeah, like that's like it looks like the tablet that Moses had when they lost. And they've got a war eagle and also uh, you can make a case that maybe it's just like, like a, making, a window. All right. Making fun of that though is not being anti Semitic, right? Like I can just make fun of that for being stupid. No, yes, correct. See, and I think Bruce Pearl conflates that for anti Semitism anytime you like just make fun of Bruce Pearl. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, he he, he's very sen- he's very sensitive. To, nothing to get worked up about. It's it's definitely summer. Ninety five, eighty six is nine. Jacob, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was about to say that nine. Not that. Also, did not think it was about twenty. But <laughs> sorry, War Eagle. But they lost. They beat some bad teams. Um, and that Israel team has some solid players. But suck at Auburn. Always fun to see them lose. And it was fun to see uh, some UK fans flood their replies on Twitter. Oh, like there was a lot everything. of replies, yeah, yeah so from good, UK fans. Good, yeah. good, good job good job from the Cats fans there. Yep, yep. Uh, that's hilarious. But yeah, oh, we initially brought this up to say, hey, Oscar, good job. Make your money. 
Oh yeah, I'm sure he's going to be and very busy. Hats off to UK for the loophole. I don't know when this came to fruition when they were like, "Well, we are going to the Bahamas this year." And they're like, "Well, let's get there a day early because or they, two days early." They had everything set up, like yeah. ready for him to just be able to profit. So hopefully, he's getting to roll in it. I think that's hilarious. I think it kind of just speaks to how dumb whatever the visas laws are in America. <laughs> it is. Which, true. granted, people know a hell of a lot more about that than I do. So I'm talking out my butt a little bit there. But wait, well wait, done wait. to UK but, just to be like, "Hey, we can do it in the Bahamas. We are going to do it in the Bahamas." I'm pretty sure it's. Just because people don't want them to take their jerbs. Yeah, but like visas have in you know they have timestamps. So like if they're taking your jobs, they're not going to be take your jobs forever. Right. Exactly. And then you may say, well, then they could just break off and be an illegal. Well, at that point though, you're they're if they're taking your jobs, well, they'll be easily traceable. If anything, we should be wanting to attract the most the best foreigners, international, whatever, to come in and do the business be, the in America. The best talent. Yeah. yeah. You want whether the best of the best. Basketball, whether exactly. whatever it is. Yeah, you should oh. want. That's what America's all about, oh. baby. Breaking news. <laughs> it's a, it's commercial time. Is this worth a tease? Right after the break. Can you tease what it is about? Bengals fans, you're going to be upset. Terrible accident on I-64. We'll tell you more. <laughs> when we... no, 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 not a terrible accident. But a terrible, terrible thing is happening to Cincinnati Bengals fans. Oh, no, Skyline, the official partner of the Cincinnati Bengals. We'll Even come more back. Gold Star. Oh, no, it's Kentucky Roll Call when we return here on Big X Force Radio. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Sure, Does Intern Jacob know either one of those? Have you ever seen Home Alone, Intern Jacob? Yes, I've seen Home Alone. <laughs> I'm like an uncultured swine. Have you seen Home Alone too? I've seen all the Home Alones, except for the fourth one. I've seen it, but I don't like it. Give me the, the premise of Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Yeah, what former president makes a cameo in that movie? Kennedy. It was oh, Kennedy. Jacob, this is so easy. <laughs> it was Kennedy. Yeah, Kennedy. The dead JFK made it a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. One final segment. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Cow. All right, I've seen the what you're teasing, unless you have something different. Oh. But I wasn't too far off. Tease you, please you. Nick Roush, what do you have? Breaking news! The Cincinnati Bengals will no longer play at Paul Brown Stadium. Wow. The home of the Bengals. The jungle is now Paycor Stadium. Yes, Paycor, the Cincinnati-based HR company. Paycor Stadium. If you ever call it Paul Brown Stadium again, straight to jail. Jail. It'll always be PBS to me. <laughs> it's true. I'll, I will. I will accidentally call it Paul Brown Stadium for the next five to ten years. So just ever, just so we got out in front of that. I will uh, be forgetting to call it Paycor Stadium. Every yeah, yeah. I mean, in just, perpetuity. I just want to get out in front of this. I want to be honest to people about it. I, I will still be calling it Paul Brown Stadium, not intentionally, not as like a. It's always going to be PBS to me, but as like I will just forget. Mm-hmm. So just so everybody knows that. Not too many NFL stadiums I was that don't about, have naming rights. I was getting ready to say, uh, so Lambeau. Lambeau Field, 
uh, we, we, we were mentioning. Sol- is Soldier Field? Soldier, is- Soldier Field is still Soldier Field, but they're about to get that new stadium mm-hmm. off the lakeshore, which that's going to stink when they end up moving. Which, by the way, folks, they're moving to the former uh, racetrack site um, where they used to have Arlington Racetrack. Arlington Million Day coming to Churchill Down Saturday. Ooh. Special one-day meet with some some big purses. and um, I've got more questions about that. But first, three, we named them. Okay. Lambeau, Soldier, Paul Brown, they're gone. And Paul, Paul Brown was one of the last ones? Down, wow. Down two. Because I knew uh, when we were listening to some of the old ones that felt natural, Raymond James felt like a name of somebody that wasn't just a financial <laughs> company, you know? Yeah, Sounds like true. old Raymond James who started the Buccaneers, but... An old pirate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blackbeard's pal Raymond James, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, there's not, um, not a wow. It's kind of sad. So big That's time racing going. at Churchill. Yes, bunch of million dollar stakes races, including the Arlington Million, um, which will be on Saturday, one day only. And uh, I'm kind of excited for. It. I got to check the work schedule, but I think I'm going to be able to make it over there. Haven't taken Duke to the Horse Castle in a while. Can you send us some winners? I was going to ask if you're going to be there. Yeah, I've been getting crushed. Um, yeah, I haven't done great as of late. Um, she, my girl, she dares the devil lost to Del Mar last week. She just, she isn't who she once was. There's one other horse that I'm going to take a gamble on one more time. Sconson. She's going to be on the undercard. She's won me a lot of money before. I'm going I'm to roll the dice one more time, but she's getting up there in age. She's a little bit older. So we'll see. We'll see. But, uh, e- either way. I'm curious what the crowd's going to be like because a one-day meet is. Kind well, they're of not doing a, a good job promoting it because I hadn't. I now that you'd mentioned, it, I remember that they were doing one day something in the summer, but forgot about it. But already. they do need to say like, "Hey, we're doing like it's a special day. We need to and like it's good racing. You yeah, know, like come out and have some fun. Right, I agree. You like anybody in the first race at the Finger Lakes today? No, no, <laughs> haven't haven't checked out the Finger Lakes. Okay, it's the start of the pick four. Big red girl. We talked about Nebraska earlier. Oh, that's a sign. And then there's another horse named She's a Lumberjane. Oh, not a lumberjack. I'm not betting on that one. Which uh, <laughs> my sister went to Northern Arizona, and they were the lumberjacks and the lumberjanes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Is that real? Yeah, that's awesome. They're bringing back football too to NAU. They got rid of it. They have a dome there okay. because they play in the like the the mountains. North the Dakota. Altitude. North Dakota should do the same thing, or North Dakota State. The the, the the jackrabbits, the Jane rabbits. Jane rabbits, yeah. I don't think that's. Do we, I think they're just all jackrabbits. <laughs> they are. Don't give people ideas. Ooh, they'll run with that. Do you know the only college uh, mascot where they're all named female mascots? So boys and girls. They don't. They don't just change it for Co- whichever it's sports. A college. It's a college mascot. Are, it's is, a female animal, and it's for both the boys and the girls. Hmm. I got nothing. Is it a Philly? No, it's not a Philly. And it's Is uh, it like a Black Widow? Nope, nope, nope. I do like where your head's at, though, because it is an obscure animal. Like and it's horses? a Northeastern state. Anteaters? Not North the Anteaters. Anteaters can be man and a woman. All the, right, tell us. The home of Elena Deladon. Oh. The Delaware the Blue Hens. Blue Hens. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are only females, the blue ones? A hen. A hint. Oh, good. Not call. a, yeah, not a rooster. Call. Interesting. Right. That's good trivia. Well, I'm triggered <laughs> by that. All right. Uh, good. That is good trivia. 502-414-1450. This is a long text. 
Oh, this must be Alex from Colga. Good Tuesday morning, my droogs. A clockwork orange reference in case Jacob doesn't know. I didn't know either. Uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't watched Clockwork Orange either. I heard it's disturbing. Alex from Colga here. It is. So you've already read this, Scoots? No, I just remember sending it over this morning. And I was like, holy Harry Potter novel. Scoots, appreciate the Billy Madison drop. It was a great listen during my lunch period. And appreciate the teacher shout out, Roush and TJ. Hey, go teachers. First day went great. My favorite part was syllabus day. Was looking at my sophomores' faces when talking to them about the importance of studying history by loosely explaining how 100 years ago there was a major world conflict going on. We were at the tail end of a pandemic and on the cusp of a world financial crisis. Pausing to watch the smart one wheels turn and then asked does anyone know what almost immediately followed these events letting someone say world war ii and then i reply yes good job glad that'll never happen again all right moving on to class expectations (laughs) man some of them were horrified Don't worry, I'm not a complete monster. I followed up by explaining to them that they're that they are the future and that it is vitally important to know the past to best decide where we go where we're going as a society. Have a great Tuesday. Looking forward to some Bahamas breakdowns this week. Oh man. That's awesome. Oh, I, that's why you are in history, though, Alex from Colga. Because you know that there's some smart mouth kid that's going to show up to call. Why do we even need to know this stupid crap? Mm-hmm. And then there you go. I was definitely thinking that when I went into calculus, though, in college. So well, why, that, am I, why am I taking calculus? Everybody should think that because you'll – have you used calculus since? I actually ended up dropping that and taking, like, a stats and something else to get out of taking calculus because I'm just – I'm never using that. I don't cool. know the limits. The limit does not exist. Yep, that's all I know. Hey, Justin. Wait, hold on. Does intern Jake know the reference? The limit does not exist. No. Mm. You, uh, Did you watch it? Yeah, I thought you watched it. Great Which turnout one? this year. Is it old school? No. Mathletes. Mm. <laughs> mean Girls. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mean Girls. When she solves the problem at the end. The limit does not exist. When she wins it for the nerds? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Wheels returning. Uh, there's a 30% chance it is already raining right yeah, now. <laughs> another good well, and, and in fairness, too, we're going to name more of the deep cuts mm-hmm. because... You know. We grew up with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've only seen it once, so right. I'm exactly. Not get them, I'm well, not just uh, just putting keeping you on your toes, buddy. Justin, you did the right thing, not taking a gift to the one year old birthday. We have two and another one on the way, and we always ask people not to give us gifts because we already have way too much stuff to begin with. Sick brag, and no one listens. Then most of the gifts get either donated, sent to the basement, or regifted. All right, then who cares? You get a regift for another, somebody else. It just keeps going around and around. People are just passing yeah, but, gifts that don't get yeah, used. To yeah, one but I'm buying for all eternity. I'm buying this gift for the one year old. If I find out later that it's been regifted, what the hell do I even bring a gift for? In the first place. Bring the one-year-old a twenty-dollar DoorDash gift card. One-year-old I, I, will I, love that. I will say, if you just said, if you just put like a twenty in an envelope and said, "Put this in your college fund," they. So looking yeah. back, I should have brought her a bucket of peaches or something. Bucket of peaches. She's a big like they cut peaches in half. She just grabs it and eats it all. Imagine oh, the great. peaches yeah. are already cut. She just gets to go to town on peaches. Yeah. Also, is there anything? Just eating a peach, just straight. Uh, taking a hunkin' bite out of it instead of cutting it into slices, so much better than when it's cut. I agree. Like, like, but the but slicing it takes out a lot of the juices. You don't have to opinion. deal with the with the big seed though if you slice it. Oh, it's we true. got some breaking news. Oh no, more, more breaking news. Yeah, 
Roush, if you will. Breaking news! Oh! Cam Smith, Mark Leishman, live! Oh. They're gone. Jeez, living it up. They're living it up. Cam Smith's a big one. That, that sheesh. <laughs> Mark Leishman, though, just a sheesh. That's uh, sad. I, I mean, I, they're offering them hundreds of millions of dollars to play less golf. Like we, we, we just need to stop with like the holier than now. These folks are evil. My, my I know bi- that's not what you're doing, Justin. I'm talking, I'm talking big picture. I also just don't care that much because I'm not going to watch the live unless they put it on TV. Or you will someday, right? Maybe like, you, like, you, it, you don't care about it until maybe someday you'll watch it. At that point, I agree that you have a good mindset on it. It's just I, I, and I, I get also early on when they first started it the sports washing inside. You know, I understand why people are angered by it. But also, for as bad as the Saudis are, aren't they aren't they like our closest allies in the Middle East? Um, Sadly. Isn't that kind of like that, that, that's the weird we're in a tricky spot right here. So I'm not going to try to get all geopolitical. I'm just not going to care. If I'm going to watch the PGA Tour because it's on my TV. If Liv ends up being on my TV, yeah, then I'll probably end up watching. turns out to be popular and they have an exciting final round where Dustin Johnson and Cam Smith are are battling it out, and in the background they've got like a DJ booth and people are doing LSD and stuff, then I will. I'll probably tune it in. If it's where it's like streaming or on some weird channel, I'm not going to go out of my way watch. to watch it. Yeah. But when it becomes easy to present to it, that's, I think the PGA just had the wrong mindset with it. If anything, maybe find ways to work with it, see if you can get some of that sweet, sweet cheddar. But, yeah, those are – Cam Smith is a big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm also um... – just the weirdest part of all of this, it definitely has spring football, spring pro football vibes about it. Mm-hmm. It's just they have more money to throw at it. So how long are they going to be willing to throw money at it? I don't know. And I've I've been on the mindset that if this makes the PGA do some new fun things, then that's a win for all of us. As they well. kind of are with the FedEx Cup starting next year, where there's going to be more guaranteed money involved. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one other thing uh, before we move back to the Thornton's text on, just love the way that Adam Schefter. Uh, copy and pasted the press release on the Paycor Stadium. Just listen to how this is phrased. Paycor is a human capital management company that has been headquartered in Cincinnati for 30 years. Human capital management. Cap- That's it's, such it's, a weird way to put, like, HR. Dogs don't have capital. Human capital. <laughs> Alien capital. But, like, your human capital, it feels like that's how they would talk about humans when they traded them 200 years ago. Talking about your human, how's your human capital looking? <laughs> no, just call it HR. Yeah. <sighs> Let's get back to the text line because now we're running out of time, believe it or not. <laughs> Interested to see how Nick tries to spin the Williams transfer because it seems bad. Well, he spun it. He spun it as not a big deal. Go back and listen to hour number one. Yep. Check it out on the KRC podcast and go check out Shady Race. They're the best. You need to purchase their sunglasses. There's a lot of reasons why. Not only because they look good and they're inexpensive and inexpensive, you get 25% off if you use the promo code BIGX and if they break or you lose them, all you got to do, pay a small little shipping and handling fee. They'll replace those glasses just like that. ShadyRays.com, promo code BIGX at checkout. A texter, it's UK Pez, says, Good morning, 220-yard drive. Are you playing golf with the middle school kids? Well, you just heard how good some middle school kids can be. Very good. And if your scramble gets 69 players, does this mean 
does this odds man or woman get to hit four times per shot? That won't happen. Well, so we're going to have more than that. We can have more Wouldn't that be that. sweet, though, playing a scramble by yourself and you're a foursome? And you get, just get to hit four it, shots. It would get exhausting. It would. It would, it would be very tired. It would, but odds are you're going to hit a really good shot on well, one What would happen four. is if you just hit a good one, you'd be like, all right, I'm not, yeah. not, not hitting another one. I would just not go back for the other balls. Yeah. Also, another <laughs> thing. get so lazy. Ooh, I do need to get more balls for. I've got like a golf scramble pretty much every weekend until the KRC one. Nice. Making that up one weekend, I don't. But the other ones, yeah. Need to get balls. We better. We would be better off without Louisville. The city sucks. It's a horrible take. Louisville's pretty great. Just Louisville doesn't exist. No, it's pretty pretty decent city. I'll Economic be, engine. I'll be ready for that top golf. Yeah. Uh, really like Rush's raccoon report. Hopefully, it becomes a daily segment. If anybody has any advice on how to keep it out of my garden, please, by all means, I'm all ears. Have you gotten like a fake owl? Do fake owls work? Have you gotten a real owl? I would like a real owl. I have real uh, hawks. In this nearby. economy, you can see what the Tootsie Pop Owl is up to. Woo. See if he's is looking for Harry a parts that gig. Yeah, Ooh. it could it could just buy one from the Harry Potter store. Headweek. Roush, have we had any transfers to leave for other Power 5 schools? I feel like outside of one guy going to Pitt, everyone else has gone down a level, so no real worries. Uh, the other guy that was involved in the, the Lexington Six, uh, that... Joel Williams was the second one. R.J. Adams went to Georgia Tech. Um, other than that, I think you'd have to go back to Jeff Bedette in Oklahoma. Um, well, what's his name to Wisconsin? Oh, Dort. Yeah, but uh, that's not a loss. I wish Dort was still around. Yeah. We could have used him. You're fine. Uh, Jacob said somebody went to Marshall. That's Conference USA. It's not Power 5. Yeah. Uh, somebody that was a coach, too. I don't think that was a player. Somebody brought up the the acts the the shooting at cookout. Was that so? Yeah. That text. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't know. Very that. very tragic. But I mean, I stuff. knew of that. Didn't know it was at mm-hmm. a cookout. Yeah, that is horribly sad. Uh, Roush, how bad does the Joel Williams departure hurt? I thought he was competing for a starting spot and would have at least been a solid backup. Worried about our secondary again. Yeah, go back and check out the, the podcast. DJ Wagner update says one texter. Um, oh, there is really no update. Oh, good. But UK did get another crystal ball RPM over the weekend. Uh, now it's really only like a few people that are holding out for U of L. One from a U of L site, and then a guy named Gary Hamilton, who I don't know who that is. Jerry Hamilton, pardon me. It's like oh, Jeff that's um. Th- wait, is that is that Jerry our on three Jerry? Yes. He was he worked for on three for like a year and still had Jerry ESPN as his Twitter handle or something. Mm. You mean off three? Get 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 with it, Jerry. Jerry yeah. with a G too. Very so, really throws you. Up. It is quiet. That's kind of strange. There's a couple people that have like cloudy or too tough to predict crystal balls, but it's uh, you don't have too many people predicting Louisville anymore. A texter says ESPN could oh, and also there's like an, uh, Travis Brandom had an update with Aaron Bradshaw where UK. Back in a good spot, supposedly. Hmm. And Aaron Bradshaw is in the conversation for number one player in the class. So I don't know. It seems like recruiting sometimes. A year happens within a week. It's like, what? Aaron Bradshaw now maybe a number one player in the class? Okay. 
Uh, Texter says, ESPN could probably take the old NFL Today CBS 80s music or the NBC NBA music from the 90s. Got to be better than the stuff out there by the latest popular crap artist of the week. <laughs> well, and That needs to be instrumental. In, in my, uh, we don't need words. Right, right. That's we the big thing. We don't need y'alls and falls and footballs and the bad calls. I did make a joke in the, the morning post. It's like, what's next? Round Ball Rock is going to introduce Big East basketball? I don't hate that. <laughs> I kind of do though. I, yeah, I, I just wish I was like, I mean, you're if, if you're going to play Round Ball Rock, NBC do it. You can't have it on Fox. It just I don't know. Just get some instrumental music. Just put a cool SEC highlight tape to it. We'll all get excited about it. We're dumb. We're we're simple creatures. ESPN could probably take. Or we got that one. My mom took me to an old drive-in double with Grease and the Jungle Book. Yes, I'm old. <laughs> I, I think I you know I could have been to a similar or at least my brother. Yes, I'm old. Never really knew the lyrics to some of the songs, but bet my mom didn't either. Grease Lightning, kind of filthy. LOL. Ooh, I don't, see, I don't, I don't really know the lyrics very well, but oh, you read the next text. So um, I'm sure on. they are. I'll there's a lot of double entendres. John here. Good morning, y'all. I watched Grease more than once, and I had two sisters, so I found reasons to like it. Tell me, for cats basketball and football, who will be the MVP of the season? I'm saying for football, Dan Key and basketball. Think Antonio Reeves. Am I crazy or what? I would think that you would want your football MVP to be Will Levis and you would want your basketball MVP to be Oscar Sheboy for a good season. Doesn't oh, need yeah, to be Oscar. This is like too gross to even read on air. Really? Yeah. Well, at least one line. <laughs> Gosh. That's not good. This one I just can't read on air because it's it's I wouldn't I'd have to you know that it ain't poop. <laughs> But think of another word. Uh-huh. We'll be getting lots of it. But think of a, a, another woman, word. a woman's word. Yep. Grease lightning. Go, 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 grease lightning. <laughs> you are the supreme. Uh, see, that's the line. That's just kind of It's just a lot of... Yeah. just a lot of... Yeah. Just gross. Gross stuff. You all are too old for that stuff. Grease lightning. <laughs> the lyrics... Just look up the Grease Lightning oh, lyrics. Okay. John here. Good morning, doll. I watched Grease more than once. I had two sisters, so I found reasons to like it. We just read this. No, we didn't. Ralph's read Yeah, I, oh. yeah well, that jumped, was why you were doing that. A, he jumped ahead then. No, no. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. The Daily Double sa- sounded like Scoots and the intern were trying to do a dubstep remix to the commercial. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Guarantee it, did. Oh, I wish Sorry. I could have heard it. Oh, it was a mess. <laughs> Sleepy teenager, but hey, this is why we learn, right? Yep. Sleepy teenager must have pushed the wrong button because two commercials were playing at the same time the entire break. I didn't <laughs> press the wrong button. And there was only uh, two commercials playing for maybe a minute. What commercials? That's I like a, that. It's a great if we question. ever need like a really short break, we'll just play com- two commercials at the same time. Yeah. And then we can just shorten it in half. Yeah. <laughs> he swears to Grease Lightning. Oh, my God. <laughs> they said that in a movie. Oh, I know. They're like, they wanted kids to watch. And like people were seeing it in the stands. <laughs> <laughs> Nick is right on the ESPN take. Let's be honest. ESPN's production isn't as good as CBS, Fox, or NBC. Hey, I said that. Also, they were forcing games onto their half baked ESPN plus good point TJ we were at the same establishment for the opening game last year and it was a disaster trying to get the app to work oh yeah forgot about that yeah they um god that wasn't the opening game was it no no it was 
Yeah, that was like week three or something like that. But it was an FCS game. Uh, yeah, and that was a disaster, the, and that happens semi-frequently. Maybe. NBC's going to get some – when they get some of those games too, I think they're going to put some of them on Peacock. Maybe even you might get some on Paramount+. Plus. I mean, streaming access is going to be a thing for, yeah. for a lot of these. Uh, Bonk on intern Jake for only remembering the part of the movie where Amanda Seyfried, or Seyfried is feeling her boobs. That's true. Yep. You would remember <laughs> that part. That? The it's, part of the Mean Girls is when she's touching her breast. Yep. Oh, I only look, I only look girls in the eyes. <laughs> Trap it. Trap it or kill it. Or take it very far away. I've om- I've lost almost 100 ears of corn to raccoons this year, and it's infuriating. Oh, my God. I mean, somebody in Linden say that like there's some a lot of sick raccoons going around or something like that. Uh, so, I don't like know. to hear that. Watch out for that. Tomatoes are finally ripe. You'd be eating a tomato a day. I didn't think raccoons would be the biggest garden bandits you'd have to worry about. I thought rabbits. Yeah. Well, and, and our, our beds are raised too, so I would, you know, I would think that there might be a little bit of a barrier to entry, but I think it might be good. That I, stupid raccoon. I watched a video yesterday of uh, this farmer had his a camera set up on his garden, and this groundhog every day would go get something out of the garden and sit right in front of the camera and eat it. Like you knew. That rascal. <laughs> that rascal. Uh oh, while we're like while we were kind of talking about Grease Lightning, there's a lot of like kids' books that I could bring up interesting things about. Not right now, obviously. We don't have the time. But, but there are uh when I'll read Lucy's stories, it's just like, oh, that's kind of weird. Oh, yeah. Especially Dr. Seuss. Back Dr. In the, Seuss. There's some weird stuff in there. Yeah. Uh what's the 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 knocks and socks? Green eggs and ham. I haven't read Knox and Socks. Fox and Socks is a banger. Really? Okay. It says at the beginning of the book, it's like warning, take this slow. But it's Oh, because there is a lot of, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's got an important message on capitalism as well. <laughs> All right, everybody have a great Tuesday. Basketball tomorrow. We're giddy about it. That's what we will talk about tomorrow as well. Oh gosh, Rokon Smith just requested a trade. <laughs> The Bears. What a bunch of idiots. Ooh, trade them to the Packers. A lot of NFL news. Everybody have a great Tuesday. Thanks for the text. Good job, intern Jacob, on the board. Except for the commercial thing. We'll talk to you after we get off the air about that. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Okay. Hey, how could you do that?